Hi everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Ranyogi Diaries. This is your host Santosh Shiva. First of all, I want to take the opportunity to thank each one of you for supporting this podcast. We hit 100 episodes today. Over the last 2 years, I've had the privilege of talking to some amazing people, day-to-day people who are on extraordinary journey of well-being through endurance sports. I hope you took some possibility back into your lives, took some action and maybe some inspiration to perspire. In today's episode, I am so glad to have Badri Chakravarti, someone who started running after the age of 50, never late, is never late. and has scaled his journey in marathons he's finished 75 marathons he has qualified for boston and is only getting better with his age he's on his journey to complete his 100 marathons as we speak over the next couple of years let's get behind the scenes on how it all started i hope you enjoy this conversation let's dig in Hey Badri, welcome to Run Yogi Diaries. Nice to be here. It's a pleasure. Thanks for being here. Um you know, uh, a quick introduction to you. Uh you are someone who's been on a journey of running for a while now and uh, 75 plus marathons which is incredible. Uh planning on hitting 100 very soon the at the rate at which you're uh, you know completing marathons i saw that last uh, couple of weeks back you did back to back uh marathons and so you are at you're in a you're a man on a mission and uh uh you <laughs> live in st louis correct um uh, yes i live in st louis yes and and, yeah, and, yeah. and a technologist by profession so uh married has kids all that good stuff so did, did i cover everything about you I think you covered everything more than what what we want here. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we should do a bit of a flashback and um, uh, go back in time and say, "Hey, how did it all get started? Why and how?" Uh, so take us back. <laughs> Absolutely. In fact, uh, uh, I just got a notification in Facebook probably what two days back, June second, something like that. Okay, um, June second, twenty uh, twelve. Okay. uh that was a starting point i should say and my son my older son was in a med school in kansas city and uh, he was going to run a half marathon what they call it as a hospital hill run okay mm. and uh, i said hey let me go to kansas city and then cheer him so i go there have a good time and you know um, he finishes the run uh, pictures here and there and uh, all done and uh, those days you know i'm going back 10 years back you know facebook was yeah. kind of uh, still being used by youngsters and other people too so he put it yeah. on facebook saying that dad uh, it's your turn to run um rock and roll mm. in st louis in october so i didn't even i mean i didn't you know pay much attention to that i said that's fine okay you know uh, just another message you know <laughs> in it so mm-hmm. couple of weeks later i thought hey you put something and can we can i give it a try so not that way but at least 
do something you know generally i do walk around my neighborhood and then i thought okay let mm. me try you know run from my house you know here to the end of the street i'm just pointing here <laughs> end of the street and yep. uh, come back home and uh, yeah mm. i was able to do it so again mm. next day same thing here end of the street and come back so i did it almost all the seven days and uh, then i mm. went back to my sensing that hey my joints are really hurting and uh, what is that i can do he said dad you don't have to run all the seven days just give a break on saturday and sunday something like that give a break so mm-hmm. that's when yeah okay give a break so that helped that even the small tip which we didn't think mm-hmm. you know that helped so mm-hmm. next week i said okay yeah. end of the street go to the next end of the street so that worked too so i'm doing two streets now <laughs> so then on the th- third week i go to the third street and the fourth week i come back to the fourth you know one loop around my block around right, my right. you know this area so mm-hmm. i said hey i'm able to do that this is the same path that we used to take my dog you know those days you know walking path so hey i'm able to do that so what next so i said okay from here to the signal so it's like a baby step right okay go to the signal and come mm-hmm. back so yeah i'm able to go to the signal and come back so that's actually a one mile so i said hey i'm able to do one mile going to the signal and coming back so okay what about that signal to the next signal you no know, so like that you know so keep adding mm. up slowly yeah yeah so yeah. so go to the next signal and it coming back that is what was this your son son telling you this or did you figure this out as as a method <laughs> this one i'm just figuring out myself so my son only said oh, you know okay. it's your turn to do october so i have sick uh, june to october whatever thing is i mean i was not putting under yeah. that kind of mindset i said let me give it a try mm-hmm. it's all about that so i said okay keep going and uh, keep adding distance i know half marathon is 13.1 mm-hmm. that's all i know but i said okay keep adding distance and time how long you can be on yeah. your feet so kept going like that and then i finally you know i think i'm just looking at my notes here too um i signed up for my first half on october 7 th 2012 that was my first mm-hmm. half uh there's a ma- half marathon called cowbell marathon it's a flat course heard a lot about it mm. neighboring town i signed up so it was not about the timing i got a good timing of 2 minutes and 6 seconds that's immaterial you know it's more about yes hey, i i could do it so for the next 6 yeah. or 8 months i was doing a lot of you know half marathons back to back many of them you know within a mm. week within 2 weeks like that so yeah that's that's amazing uh, you know what's amazing is um, you know just in a matter of 10 years um, you know you've you've uh, you scaled it to uh, to some terrific heights but <laughs> we'll get into that but uh, uh, were you someone who was uh, an active uh, person in younger days and or, or was it like starting from scratch for you this whole running thing i think you can say starting from scratch the reason is fine you know when i was in my college you know engineering Well, you know we mm-hmm. used to do a lot of walking around you know from the hostel to mm-hmm. you know the department and generally walk around the whole uh, you know uh, explore kind of thing but uh, right, i was right. not a runner at all per se and i'm not that athletic mm-hmm. to a little bit of cricket here and there those days you know across mm-hmm. the street you know street cricket we call it yeah so that's all yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, nothing yeah. beyond that and uh, and of course you know coming to this country you know uh, uh, made opened up a lot of opportunities you got beautiful mm. uh, walking running trail sidewalk and, and nearby park you know there's so much of options you have yep. 
and the weather conditions mm-hmm. also really good i mean i i'm going to say that it's so good if you're going to be running in the spring versus uh, summer versus yeah. fall i mean you can see your body uh, responding so differently yeah. in these situations these are all yeah. you know yeah. part of the yeah. learning i'll come to that also later later on that yeah 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 so uh, and and why did you take up this challenge i mean you know uh, you could have always said forget about it right i mean uh, why should i do this what, what what prompted you to take it up so it's more so about you know uh, prom- it's about psychological satisfaction and you feel good about uh, mm. you know, yourself and uh, you know um, you generate some kind of like another layer of discipline in your system in your bodies mm. and uh, of course i i should say you know for a couple of years of running um i was i started shrinking it's such kind of a joke i'm saying but my oh. clothes were not fitting and somebody made a joke one of the time saying that but at this rate i think you'll have to change your wardrobe till then i didn't even think about it and i'm reducing 4 inches in my waist and i said wow i need to really go get new clothes and so those are some motivations you know you feel more uh, energetic that's one side of the shop okay second thing is i am surrounded by bunch of running buddies at work okay there are three or four of them oh they keep talking about it and there were some uh, buddies there they are marathon runners so they really wanted to do one per state so these talks are always in our you know mind these are going on at the same time in my street there is a guy named alan brown okay this guy is a mm. um, iron man okay uh, he's a, a late mm. 50s kind of person but he has been running iron man and uh, he'll be running al- doing almost for 13 hours you know of that the whole thing you know swimming running and uh, biking mm. yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, he was wanting to do that over and over i believe if he does 12 times mm. he wants to ultimately get to kona so for him the, so mm. he'll do multiple iron man so to me in my mind some of these people are all uh, you know role model in my mind so if their body mm. can take these kind of a you know um beating i want to call it for us whether it's a half marathon or full marathon your body can do it provided your brain control saying that yes you can do it so body is mm. cooperate your mind is you know saying that yeah you can do it and look at all these people you know you can make it uh you know in your uh, in so, your so they, so they inspired you to uh, start running is that is that correct i mean they inspired you to uh, or, or kind of gave you that little kida right you know like we say the kida it got the, the, into the, the your head hey i got to start <laughs> running too okay <laughs> yeah exactly for example see the, my son gave me the first trigger so he was able to he was running it uh-huh. so i said hey i want to run okay. too you know from that point at the same time bringing all uh-huh. these things together i felt that why not i take my running to the next level of running one full marathon that's it nothing more so i signed up mm. for one full marathon i think october of 2013 so one i'm done i said okay i'm done so i felt that there is a whole lot of a trained body sitting here and doing nothing mm. what can i do just one more just one more marathon after that so i signed up for another marathon after six months so, so which said, which which one was your first one which one was first, the first one was one uh, my rock and roll marathon in st louis and uh, it mm. was hard it was hard mm. i think i took 4 hours 44 minutes or whatever it is i'm just uh, looking at my timing here and that was brand new you know to me running that long distance 
but i trained i trained in the yeah. sense like my friends gave mm. me the notes they said like mm. you know this is your uh, week one schedule i mean they had a multi multi week schedule and this how you ramp up and this how you ramp down mm. so i followed them religiously i went up to even 24 miles mm. you know to go through the cycle so having gone through that and i felt that why should i stop now because it's a trained uh, to marathon body here just do one yeah. more and i didn't know when to do one more so i did i think after 6 uh, months my second one mm. yeah so so let's let's dial back to uh your first marathon you signed up uh another one you said only one you started with one uh, but you signed up for the next one uh after 6 months and um and then at what and at what what point did you decide to just keep going so when i started you know testing my body uh during this first five or six of the marathons i was able to see okay uh where i'm able to repeat okay then of course i came mm. to know about couple of websites till then it was more like a uh, she said he said kind of thing and then picking up marathons and then signing up then i came to know about marathonguide.com or running in the usa yeah Yeah. Okay. These two are my. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I. This is my two websites all the time in my it's thing. So keep looking at the calendar. Keep looking at the calendar, and then try to learn. Hey, what about that? Try to talk to our friends and look at the uh, right. um, feedback and all that. So, so initially, you know, when I went to Chicago as my third marathon, mm. I I think my first marathon was four forty four. Chicago was four ten. Mm. That was a great. uh boost to me saying that hey i can do it that too in 410 mm. and the crowd cheer those mm. are all i mean excellent in chicago that's a different story but it's flat yeah, yeah. but even then yeah. i felt that wow 410 is something good my next uh, target is to get sub 4 so i signed mm. up marathons to get to you know when i can get to my um you know sub 4 mm. marathon so mm. different kind yeah. of situations weather conditions you are uh, you know the hills and you know how you do hydration and uh, so many other factors so i think i got one of the marathons at some point of time um i got my 358 in st louis i think st charles i should say cowbell so mm. that was my like a breaking point saying that wow i can do even sub 4 yeah. then then mm. i said okay wow i can do sub 4 okay what about another one so like that you know keep going to the next level so i said mm. then it became in my mindset let's start doing one per state so i switched to one per state mm. at that point of time saying that start driving to various locations and you know things like that so yeah either you know um yeah one of them was of course uh, huntington west virginia i want to say it okay that's the five mm. five hours from here and while driving to mm-hmm. huntington west virginia it's pretty hilly and west virginia is supposed to be hilly mm. too and i go there mm-hmm. run one loop and then repeat one loop okay that is a marathon mm. november first week kind mm. of time frame and i i go there come back i get up 352 that is like a incredible mm. pace for me and i said wow that's mm. my pr i should say you know at that time probably 6 mm. years back or something like that i said wow this is the best timing i got and uh, and then i you know all those thinking into what about running in boston then i look at all the boston details mm. and people talk about it right? so mm-hmm. so look at all the details look at all the uh, eligibility 
oh, wow, uh, if I continue for 352 in one more year, I change age group, I get, quali- I get to qualify mm-hmm. for Boston. And that was the same time Boston said that, no, we are all slashing our time by five minutes. I don't know whether you know that. <laughs> so from 355, yeah. they said, no, your qualifying time now is going to be 350. Now I'm chasing another target now. 352 is not good enough. I need to go down, down. <laughs> so like that, you know, keep chasing. And, and what age, how, how old were you that uh, when this was happening? So I would have been probably 59 um, when I was uh, trying to aim for my, um, you know, Boston qualifier. Okay. Boston. So how it works is, um, you know, when you are in 59, Boston qualifier is based on when you're running it. Okay. So 61, mm. sorry, I should say 58. I, let's, I need to you know, step back. 58 November time frame, whatever time that I you know, have, that is valid for 60, uh, you know, April. Mm. So there is a, there's a transition period. This is this is legal. I'm not trying to cheat the system. Mm. That is, yeah, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, yeah. see because Boston 18 months before what you run gets as a timing for the race that you're going to do after 18 months on that day when you're going to run. So, mm. so people can take advantage of this one. You may be running a little at a mm. younger age, whereas when you're running, it's a little older age. So, right now at this point of time, I'm looking forward to my next Boston Marathon. If I run next mm. November, I'll be heading towards that 63 to 65 transition. So 65 that's gets That's quite me. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, th- that's something that I think uh, I forgot to also call out that um, it seems like you started your running after you completed 50. So, you know, that's another uh, gold uh, to call out because... A lot of people have concerns about uh, turning fifty and getting old, but look at you—you <laughs> are, you are, you are getting younger. Uh, so that is that is quite an amazing, uh, you know, uh, story as well. Amazing. So, did you end up doing the Boston uh, at all? Yes. Um, first year, um, AT and I should say I want to really thank AT and T for that. AT and T marketing mm-hmm. department. Um, uh, we have an AT&T store right at the Boston finish line, mm. by the way. So mm. we participate, you know, big time in the Boston event itself through, mm. you know, I think we provide some kind of a texting, uh, you know, options, free texting, blah, 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 kind of thing. So we have an active role and our marketing department uh, has a set of uh, reserved seats for the Boston. So first time when I ran mm. Boston, uh, I got the backdoor entry, I want to call it. So that experience was mm. fantastic. I mean, it is it was so mm-hmm. good. I mean, you got to you know you got to be there to feel that. So the whole twenty six mm. miles and the whole concept of you know um, taking you to um, uh, different location and uh, I'm not getting the name of the town, but yeah, and then run all the way through. It is a beautiful experience. And uh, then I said I got mm. to now qualify for Boston, run on my own. That was my next driver. Mm. So I got the timing, and of course. I was going to run April 2020 and then COVID hit. Mm. And uh, um, mm. 2020 and 2021 was kind of a wash, you can call it. 21 was better, 20 was really yeah, bad. Yeah. And uh, with the they canceled the yeah. race. And then when they asked me to apply again, 
my timing was not good mm. enough because the next time they reduce the field size and uh, mm. my qualifying time was not enough for to run in i think 21 whatever it is so now of course i'll have to um um try again um probably next mm. november i'll go back to huntington west virginia i want to say that again because okay. huntington west virginia gave me the pr gave me the boston qualifier mm-hmm. too so i want to go back again to mm. get another boston qualifier so that i can run an m65 another time <laughs> nice yeah nice i haven't run in west virginia maybe i should look at running in uh, huntington too seems like seems like a, a nice place to run the uh, marathon absolutely that is one at the same time another one i want to really uh, say it you know i know i'm sure that a lot of people would like to know that portland oregon is a greatest mm. course i hope they keep the same course and uh, that got me uh, those days uh, the best timing too uh, it was 347 mm. 05 something like that but I, of course that age was mm. you know i was in a different age bracket so that was not enough for boston mm. but that course is beautiful happens in the first week of october and you are guaranteed good weather that's very important right so mm. when you are running marathon you want to have some good timing um if you're running in the fall i mean you're you're normally guaranteed good cool weather um september mm. time frame you know can be a little bit iffy so so sometimes yeah. you know you got to see like some of those kind of options too while running weather is everything yeah yeah nice so you know uh, from what i'm hearing from what you're saying one um, having the right set hanging out with uh, people who run around you uh, definitely uh, continues to motivate you because you and i i agree with you the same thing happened to me as well when you when you're with people who are constantly talking about hey that race and this race so that's one thing that i hear got you to continue uh, doing it second thing is uh, continuous improvement seems to be a, a theme in 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 your uh, story right which is constantly looking at hey how do i get better at you know it seems like something that 410 marathon in chicago, chicago that you mentioned seemed to have triggered off uh, some kind of a self improvement journey right sure. uh, you saw hope or something something just sparked off which is fascinating because uh, why i'm calling this out is a lot of people uh, you know want to run marathons and they're very scared uh, to to commit to it and start but you never know right uh, just like in your case uh, once you start doing it is when you discover oh my gosh i can do this and i can do this faster and better <laughs> and and age no bar <laughs> <laughs> but again you know so, um again um speed is not the only driver okay that's very important people have to know that mm. and the moment you go after mm-hmm. speed that's where uh, things can go yeah. other way too okay that i learned mm. the hard way by the way i should say that So if you mm, constantly mm. be looking for sure. I want to go 350 344 you know you got to stop at some mm. point of time then you start enjoying mm. it otherwise you know it depends you know depends on the mindset you know there are some people some yeah. youngster younger people you know one of my friend in St Louis she has run um uh what's this so she's run a Boston qualifier in every state that was her team wow okay so wow. that, that there are mm. there are various kinds of people you know different kinds some people have done Mm. I'm talking you're talking about 50 states in my case some people have done five times the 50 mm. states so that is another theme going mm. on 
and somebody said mm. i want to run all my marathons under 4 hours so there are all kinds of themes that are there you can pick and choose what you want so in my case of course mm-hmm. you know i said hey let me finish all my 50 states which i finished in 2019 thanks to the covid well before the covid i didn't know that the covid was coming so that was a good sure. you know, uh, closure to this then i said okay mm. let me go run one in india or you know my in-laws were saying that mm. you got to come and run here mm. so i ran one in uh, mm. you know uh, bombay in january 2019 mm. sorry 2020 i should say and then covid came and i had grand plans on 2020 to run many and then i could mm. only do two marathons that's it so of course mm. I, i want to really go back to my family here a little bit here my son um my older son who mm. got into got me into um, running he wanted to run a marathon with me but of course he's a, he's a, mm. he's a neurosurgeon and he's got no time for you know training that long but uh mm. he still joined me in uh, providence rhode island um and then he ran with me i ran the full he ran the half so so like that you know whenever possible we try to do that my younger son uh he likes to walk with me he's not a runner but he walks with me whenever mm. you know he visits me and things like that and of course he's more or more of a biker he does uh, bike ms mm. multiple sclerosis he's been doing it for the last 8 sure. years uh you know i um, mm. every year he'll be running he'll be biking 150 miles uh he'll raise funds sure. and it's more about generating awareness for the disease so he enjoys that mm-hmm. so when he comes to town then i plan my running around wherever he is biking you know things like that and of course mm. my wife um she yeah. pretty much run, he, he, she's a, she's a pharmacist and uh mm. she's uh, uh she's uh, doing a marathon every day i should say standing long hours mm. in the pharmacy yeah. job so but of course she walks mm. with me whenever she can but uh that's sure. the kind of thing you know goes in the background you know what helps me um and and the support mm. that i get you know from my family also and the motivation you know in terms of dad where yeah. are you going what's going on what's up kind of thing so yeah. it's a fun talk yeah. but sometimes it becomes too yeah. boring for them saying that too much of running talks you got to stop <laughs> you know i can keep going <laughs> but you know you got to see that <laughs> yes so so do you do you also get uh, do you also get people come to you and say why are you doing this you're uh, you're getting old you know you shouldn't be doing this it's bad for you do you get that also i do and get how, it how do you typically respond so over a period of time you know um, of course even for me it's a new space okay not that i know like i can mm. do 100 or i can do 75 55 whatever it nobody mm. knows and uh, initial days a uh, couple of uh, years back people tell me some stories like saying that one of my friend was doing uh, on the treadmill so many miles and uh, mm. you know his joints broke down and things like that fine mm. i mean every every body is different you know each one's you know body itself is very different you know what my body can mm. do is different than what somebody else so there's no comparison at all in this mm. and if your body works yeah. in my case if my body you know cooperates so far keep it going right there's nothing mm. to stop at this point yeah. of time so um should i stop at 55 or should i stop at 60 age number of marathons mm. I mean there's nothing you know for me okay, I need yeah. to still say this okay I I mentioned about Alan Brown my friend in this street mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
there are two other uh, uh, names i want to three other names i should tell you i think that will help you also mm-hmm. there's a na- guy called james lawrence okay james mm-hmm. lawrence uh, is a um, is from is a canadian guy and he lives somewhere in mm-hmm. utah area okay um mm-hmm. three four years back i came across this uh, person in the facebook i don't know or somewhere he, he, he calls himself uh, is iron cowboy okay and mm. uh, and uh, he was going to do couple of years back one iron man per day in each state for 50 state 50 mm. days mm. so mm. he started mm. with the uh, hawaii uh, alaska and once he came into the mainland he was driving uh, each night go to the next state and he'll do an iron man so you're talking about uh, 2 miles plus of uh, swimming and 140 miles of uh, biking I said 110 miles of biking and a full marathon. So every day mm-hmm. he'll repeat that and he came to Missouri too. Mm-hmm. So I was almost going to go see him. So mm-hmm. this man, I mean for me like how is that that his body could to take 140 miles of beating right, every day? Right. That was right, very mind-boggling right. to me. And of course last year mm-hmm. in fact he did something more. He did 100 iron man mm-hmm. 100 days in one location. I mean that is like a mm-hmm. too much for me how how can he do that so mm-hmm. another one is jeff callaway is another uh, marathon runner okay mm-hmm. i think uh, he's is uh, in the 70 years old and uh, plus he's still running he's got his own jg yeah. um uh, marathon i think somewhere in the atlanta area and uh, he's another mm-hmm. one you know mm-hmm. i came across and i think those days when he was in the 17 18 19 20 kind of thing i think he clocked sub 4 uh, mile per mile kind of a speed running he did at the same time i think i was in disney uh, doing my dopey challenge one of the times that is 48 mm-hmm. miles or something like that four days and uh, jeff galloway yeah. was right there so i could meet with him mm-hmm. and uh, for me mm-hmm. like you know he's 70 years old is he's got a big uh, fan mm-hmm. base people wanting to run he gives a lot of mm-hmm. um, lessons he's also got a technical run walk run okay that yeah. he patented is that run walk run concept yeah, yeah, he's yeah. got a device and all that but what i'm saying is some of those yeah. techniques when you try to use it run walk mm. run it means nobody's running i mean i'm not running 26.2 yeah. i'm walking here mm. and there when do i walk mm. what do i walk what gives me the nice break those are important too mm-hmm. and i want to yeah. mention about one more uh, uh, person here harriet thompson okay um mm-hmm. harriet thompson um she died when she was 94 and she started running marathons okay. when she was 75 okay mm. and i go to wow. uh, san diego rock and roll marathon i go mm-hmm. to the convention center mm-hmm. and right at the entrance uh, entrance of the convention center i see a small uh, i'm a very uh, short uh, lady mm-hmm. uh, in purple mm-hmm. and uh, people are you know taking some videos uh, interviews media and everything was going on and later mm-hmm. i come back mm-hmm. to my room and one of my running buddies said that uh, did you see harriet thompson uh, there who is harriet mm-hmm. thompson then mm-hmm. did some google or whatever it is and then i connected that is harriet thompson so then i did mm-hmm. more research she is a cancer survivor her husband died of cancer mm-hmm. and uh, and she starts to run at 75 and uh, she she's been running marathons till she was 92 years old so she in fact has the title of the oldest person to have the 
uh, running the uh, half marathon and full ma- fastest or something like something like that so mm. what what yeah. my point is if some of these people can you know run uh, at that mm. late age mm. or even some of these guys can take that kind of a beating in the body so much yeah yeah i'm only doing a four and a half hours of marathon so even if it hurts here and there make it work you know so train your mind <laughs> Yeah. Something like yeah, that. yeah. Makes sense, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I I I hear you. I think uh you definitely draw inspiration from people. Uh that's that's clearly uh, uh something that's working for you. Uh you draw energy from other people's uh, effort. Uh also uh, uh in terms of your own personal approach to recovery, uh because you, you know, in last 10 years uh you've been running a lot and uh, uh how have you how has it changed your lifestyle in terms of you know making sure you're healthy you're recovering well what what have you done right from that perspective see i come from a project management mindset okay it's totally you're going to hear something mm-hmm. totally here different <laughs> so yeah. project management staying organized um checklist these are all very important for me okay in my personal life mm. and for mm-hmm. if i sign up for my marathon say this year i'm going to be doing 15 marathons okay so 15 marathons wow. um so there is so much of coordination that needs to happen here so at the same mm. time i want to save money too you know so normally i wait mm. for when the registration opens sign it so you get the best rate mm. so once you is it's also forcing you to commit yourself okay i'm just this is a very important mm. item here if you commit to something yeah. i i have a lot of my you know friends that i mentor at work you know mm-hmm. generally we talk mm-hmm. about uh, running and all that um i said you got to commit to one race give a 5k mm. race or commit to a 5k or do something once you have it you work towards that so once i signed up for this many marathons so i got to stay mm. organized to achieve those so it means i got mm. to book the flights uh, optimally i got to uh you know if i'm driving i got to plan all the logistics properly the hotel should be booked properly and my body has to function properly i don't want to be uh you mm. know eating some junk i mean i don't eat junk i'm just saying it so i'm i'm mm-hmm. since i'm coming from a you know south indian background i eat a lot of rice so mm. and lentils and vegetables i mean this is my mm-hmm. you know all the time eating and of course you know i i don't yeah. drink soda i mean not that i don't want to it's not there you know for me mm-hmm. i like uh, drinking a lot of water so so i train mm. condition my body in such a way that you know um it's ready for you know uh, this kind of a uh, runs and uh, mm. so that really helps you know uh, applying those kind of project management mindset in terms of breaking down work breakdown structure right. i want to call it planning skills budgets yeah, yeah. all those come you know in in this um Mm. and of some level of discipline you can call it and uh, helps me you know repeat and mm-hmm. go in fact 3 weeks back i want to say this um uh 3 weeks back uh i had big sur marathon um that was one of my bucket list item and uh, one of my great friend from houston and he was uh, he got it's very difficult to get these kind of special marathons and uh, by lottery mm. he got it and he could not run it and uh, for he was going to run uh, do an iron man so accidentally i happened to see this message saying that uh, i have a big sir 
ticket available does anyone want to do it mm-hmm. i said looking at this mm-hmm. i come on i got to do that so i made a connection with this person ram and we became so great friends now and uh, that was a big thing for me to hey i'm going to run big sur marathon that was a big deal for me so i ran the big sur mm-hmm. marathon and of course um then come may i have way too many marathons piling up okay so because mm-hmm. of covid 2020 2021 things get pushed 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 in the month of may i landed up with three marathons in the same month so mm-hmm. each with two weeks gap one one with just six days gap so i was mentally getting preoccupating that how am i going to accomplish this two weeks is fine i got it no problems mm-hmm. my body can recover in two weeks mm-hmm. i'm good to go the six days i'd never done it i've mm. done seven days even one night i can you know it makes a difference in runner's body i can tell you that one night mm-hmm. of extra mm-hmm. sleep your body relaxes a little more mm. six days i was kind of a little bit paranoid inside me saying that how am i going to do it but i got i got to mm. make it happen so i go to bay shore uh, this is in uh, traverse city michigan so i go there the course is flat the weather is good everything is good and uh, i said just got to make it at the same time the course has mm. a you know, cut off time of 6 hours as a 6 mm. hours if i walk also can i i may not be able to do in 6 hours how am i if my things don't if things start breaking down what do i do so i said mm. just mm. make it happen just just go with your guts you can make it happen so i start running the weather is good i i take off pretty well there and uh, i think by mile 21 mile 22 i think i'm starting to slow down but then i felt very confident saying mm. that i can make it within you know 420 421 what 430 whatever it is so so i'm well be- before the 6 hour thing so now i have one more story in my mind saying that yes mm. my body was able to repeat in 6 days do i want to do it again no but if there is a mm-hmm. situation that is going to happen i have a you know uh, lessons learned that i can repeat it so it's mm. not anything you know mm. i'm not alien really to that can i do it in you know some people have done back to back you know one on saturday mm-hmm. one on sunday but my mind is still not ready for it but if i'm pushed to mm-hmm. you know do that maybe so it's again you know back to it's a more of a brain train you want to call it so mm-hmm. so that's one of the important thing you know in this whole journey thing that your mind has to say that yes i'm ready for it yeah i think then you make it happen <laughs> yeah yeah that makes sense and and, and it seems like uh, you know i think uh, just to call out some gold here right so one is the project mind and management mindset is a great uh, you know metaphor uh, if you want to take on anything of this uh, you know scale right uh, in the, in the we are talking about running here marathons here uh, but anything of scale you need to have the project management mindset and i think a lot of a lot of people struggle with that just being uh, getting down to the last mile details of how you're going to travel when you're going to travel how much is going to cost all of that is great and and you also talked about lifestyle changes you know including uh, eating the right food making sure you're healthy in order to achieve this uh, you know project that for lack of a better word let's call this a project you know for in your in your in your parlance uh, also a question that i had was in terms of volume of training right um uh, so i i guess the traditional training 
methods go out of the window because you're doing a 15 marathon, which is almost a marathon a month. Uh, if you read traditional literature on marathons, they'll talk about, you know, recovery of uh, months, you know, after a marathon. Uh, but obviously, none of those rules apply here because you're doing one a month almost. And, and so talk to us a little bit about your training strategy. Uh, what are you doing to keep yourself fit to be doing these on a consistent basis? Yeah. So when I started initially, you know, um, I followed the typical uh, training schedule of ramp mm. up to 18, 20, then, mm. you know, mm. ramp mm. down, you know, all those, the, the whole schedule. And uh, I did it for yeah. since I was doing once in six months. So I was following that almost, I think, mm. um, first two years, I can say, or first one year, I should say, mm. I started running marathons. Mm-hmm. After that, probably, you know, I started doing 10 to 12 marathons per year from that point onwards. So mm. when you're in that kind of mode, you're, you're each each marathon becomes your long run. So so that's one of mm. the reasons that, you know, even in two-week cycle or three-week cycle, if you're able to repeat, that means... You don't need, there's no time for you to even ramp up and down there. You already done your, mm. whatever, you know, training you've done. You got your first run, marathon run and then you do the recovery and then you are pretty much mm. ready to go for another marathon. So that is one cycle of the, you know, equation here. Mm. Typically, I run Tuesdays and Thursdays, eight miles. And then on Saturdays, mm. I do a 14 miles. So eight, eight, 14. Okay. So that's my pattern. Mm. I mean, since... I have marathons all the time. This pattern works mm. for me. Would it work for everybody? I don't mm. know. So this has been like even mm. right, right now, the same thing I continue. Even in July and August, summertime, there is no marathons per se. I continue the same pattern. And again, okay. when I go to my long, you know, the marathon in end of August, I'm still, my mind is ready for it. So that is one thing. And second mm. thing is I am kind of a more, you can call it my, you can call it a joke here. O- uh, OCD on my walking. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for me, mm. every day I walk around nine to ten miles. If I don't do this nine to ten miles of walking, wow, I feel something is missing in my system. That's important. Um, mm. That gives me the completion. That is, uh, all my joints have been tested for the day. I'm good. So, mm. so week if I do run and walk, I'm talking about you know seventy to eighty miles of running and walking. And it has been happening mm. all these years. It is not anything, you know, wow. made up today or whatever it is. So 10 miles of walking, mm. I'm really emphasizing that, you know, keep moving. In fact, I want to call it here. <laughs> this is a bottle that I'll talk about a story here um, later on in there is a time. Um, keep moving. So the joints mm. have to be constantly be, this is my, I, I don't have much scientific fact here. Mm. This is my, what works for me. Yeah. You know, some people may Understood, find it useful. Yeah. So if, if you mm-hmm. stop it, so it means you're starting all over from scratch. So mm. keep moving, keep your joints moving. Uh, you know, that's very, very important. And for me, this kind of a 78, my 80 miles per week is what is really helping me. Every day I need to do that. Even when I go to, you know, mm. uh, go for a marathon the day before I go pick up the packet, I'll be still walking somewhere round and round and round around the hotel or whatever it is, whichever place um, to get to my nine to 10 miles. And uh, that I, I feel that wow. that's a very important ingredient in my, <laughs> in my point. Yeah. That's uh, my joints have to be loosened up. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That is fascinating. Very fascinating. What about effort levels? Uh, so these 8, 8, 14 that you do, uh, are you doing that all of them at easy pace, uh, low intensity, or some of them you mix up with some higher intensities? I, I don't have any um, you know intensity uh, aspect in mind. I normally run. Mm. But at least over a period of time, I learned. Um, I, I make mistakes even now too. But I learned certain things of what not to do. Mm. Um, for example, mm. first two or three miles in a marathon, I go really slow. You know, if I'm at an 8 or 40 mm. pace on a regular one or nine minute pace or whatever it is, I go around 10 to 10, 15, 10 minutes, uh, 10, 15 kind of thing, very slow. Same principle I follow mm. even on my eight miles run. When I start first two miles, I really go slow. Take it easy. Once mm-hmm. a body gets used to the whole thing, uh, then you you know start going back to your normal self. And uh, summertime, your body is reacting differently. Wintertime, your body is reacting differently. So your initial couple of miles you know, are very important. At the same time, um, um, during marathons, people also say that first half, if you're able to take it very easy, your second half, mm. you become very efficient. I found it very recently too. Mm. When I went to Cleveland uh, Marathon in May, mm-hmm. first half, uh, I was running through um, downtown Cleveland. So downtown Cleveland, there's way too many bridges because a lot of water water system going on there. So when you have too many bridges, you're going up and down. So it was hard too. Mm-hmm. So I ended up in a very bad uh, you know, pace in the first half. During the second half, we run along with the lake and the temperature dropped very weirdly in Cleveland. Maybe that's what Cleveland is. Morning was hot, afternoon was cold. So the temperature dropped to 55 degrees. I'm running along the lake and I know that course pretty well too. I go six miles, mm-hmm. you know, 12 to 18 I'm doing, 18 to 24 I'm coming back. And while going, I get mm. the headwind. While coming, I get the tailwind. I said, wow, this mm. coming back six miles is going to be my the best one kind of thing. So, so I come back with such a great, excellent pace because I saved, conserved a lot of mm. energy in the first half. Mm-hmm. And I was able to use it in my second half. Overall, I ended up mm. in an excellent timing in Cleveland in my own view. Timing is not the, you know, uh, the ultimate uh, driver here. But yeah. the, the situations really made it all happen. So starting mm. slow and then ramping up is good on every run, whether it's your training run, whether it's mm. a marathon and things like that. Even in marathons, if you start slow with a slow pace team, yep. then you can, once you get to the rhythm, then you can you know uh, go on your own. Normally for the first four miles, I stay with some pace team. Then I take mm. off you know, in my own way. So, yeah. Right. And what is uh, what is a uh, since you're doing so many marathons uh, in a year, what do you consider a an acceptable pace for you? I mean, is it like a four hour finish or is it four thirty? What is it usually for you? A, you feel like okay, this was a good acceptable. I would say not, I'm at a point where I take anything in. Okay, there are a lot of uh, unknown mm. factors until uh, the race morning. Mm. Okay, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Last month I went there. Okay, it's a clean, flat mm. course. Runs along the lake. Mm. That particular day, mm. Kenosha was so hot. 
and uh, mm. temperature is very important for you okay if the temperature conditions are not mm. good i mean to me i i want to say that way if the temperature conditions are not yeah, yeah. conducive uh, i'm not going to be you know i'll be in the 430 mm. 435 kind of thing if if it's a nice mm. perfect weather i i can easily shoot for a sub 4 so i mean I, i'm mm. i'm fine you know whatever timing but i know if i really want to have the top notch timing i know which race to go after mm-hmm. huntington west virginia or portland mm-hmm. oregon or even alaska yeah. i want to call it yeah. Yeah. so yeah alaska of course i got another story also for it i'll come to that <laughs> so alaska is good mm-hmm. so so weather conditions is very important in terms of what you can what mm-hmm. i can aim for so mm-hmm. i would look for now another boston qualifier but not at this point of mm. time you know i have to be sub 350 to get a boston qualifier but again you know um, mm. maybe i'll look for a um, next age group thing i want to say something about the alaska one i was running in anchorage yeah and uh, uh, it's a beautiful uh, you know mayors marathon it's called during the summer uh, solstice you know the long days and all that and you have sunlight till what 12 o'clock 1 o'clock kind of thing so i go there and then uh, uh, after 6 miles you start running in the woods okay so and uh, between mile 6 and uh, sorry miles 8 i should say uh, right in front of me there were two uh, bear cubs crossing you know uh, from <laughs> left to right so i got I started freaking out and uh, I didn't know what to do mm. with it. Of course, there were runners along with me and I didn't know how to respond to this bear crossing thing because I didn't pay attention to what rules and some people have some pepper spray and some, you know, some other things people have. I had nothing. So then I started talking to a guy who was running next to me. He said, I'm from here. And he started really um, screaming at the bear and, uh, you know, get away or he was mm. trying to do all kinds of things. Then I felt that this guy may be a real, he knows how to handle bears. <laughs> so I was running with him for next two, three miles. And then I, then I said, next almost 10 miles were pretty much woods. Mm-hmm. So I was running mm-hmm. crazy because this was in my mind saying that, oh no, this place is full <laughs> of bears. And what if there's going to be another bear? And I was like a freaking out in my, in, inside me. The next yeah. 10 miles, I, that must have been the fastest mile in my life. I can tell you the fastest 10 miles, I should say. <laughs> So I finished running and then almost came to mile 26 in Anchorage unfortunately mile 25 to mile 26 is a steep hill and I was really you know uh, come on I, I don't want any more hills I got the best timing here I got to finish it strong but even then I finished yeah. the fastest yeah. in um 347 something like that in Anchorage and later wow. on I put my whole story in Facebook saying that this what happened kind of thing somebody said you really missed a, a mama bear in mile 10 because we saw that kind of thing. I said, no, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> so these kind of, wow. you, know, you never know. The bears made me run fast. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. You know, reminds me of, no, reminds me of those cartoons I've seen sometimes. Runners put either a, a wild dog is chasing them. In your case, it's a bear chasing you and you got a PR. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that you know each this is a you know uh, when you go to different marathons uh, you learn something different you know of the location of the situation of what happened yeah 
so these are some good uh, you know memories you know in your mind at the same time yeah. our yeah. families you know we all like to travel a lot okay when the kids were young mm-hmm. we are you know uh, national park junkies you can call it so we've been mm. to mm. so many national parks what we not been to is mm. the northwest portion of the country with all the band from the um you know glacier national park and mm. some of those kind of things we've done so many other national parks including death valley and uh, um white mountains and uh, you know many many places so mm-hmm. we travel a lot we used to travel a lot i should say when mm-hmm. my kids were all you know mm-hmm. here it was easy when the, when they were yeah, all here yeah. and of course now they all gone you know um, in other cities and now it's hard but still the time they were here yeah. we traveled a lot to various parts but this running mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. to different places uh hey, hey what else here this is a you know it's a, it's a blessing in disguise here so you enjoy yeah, traveling yeah, yeah. at the same time you know you do your running yeah so yeah yeah absolutely beautiful beautiful um i do want to uh, just kind of call out something um that you shared about your training before you shared with us about the alaska story um you seem to have uh, you know your training approach is definitely seems to be uh, you know breaking certain myths okay and which is uh, something that i want to call out because a lot of us who are doing marathons and running training for it one is um, the walking part right 8 uh, to 9 miles of walking uh, is a key takeaway right the days you're not running if you're doing 8 to 9 miles uh, walking it's still building something in you to be ready with uh, running the second aspect is the um, effort levels that you're putting for those 8 8 14s you know they're not high intensity their moderate intensity and it's still giving you that kind of uh, because you've also become faster right it's not like since the time you started at 444 until now you've shaved almost a hour off your uh, running so which means what you're doing is working uh, for you for sure and i can i think it will work for many because these are some common sense approaches uh, that we can take on because uh walking and high longer you know moderate intensity workouts is helping that's one thing i want to call the second thing was um, in terms of uh, stretching and strength uh, do you do anything specifically around that um in fact i should say that you know, um couple of months back probably 6 months back or so i had some kind of a um, pain on the hip side or something like that i was thinking it is something else and i did some google i did i wasn't sure about what exactly was it then i talked to my son um saying that hey this is what is going on what do you suggest and uh, mm-hmm. till then i was just doing push ups that's all my you know only for my upper body i do push ups mm-hmm. every morning i do you know my my way of doing push ups i want to call it i do 40 mm-hmm. uh, one uh, one time and then i do five times i do it that's all i do after this mm. last 6 months a small uh, you know hip area pain my son sent me a set of uh, uh, stretching exercises so which i've been doing it mm-hmm. um, it takes around 30 minutes you know every morning i do that mm. uh, in terms of you know making sure that uh, i'm stretched out and uh, you know um so that i'm good to go but apart from these two you know mm. um um pretty much you know i start running so so this this has been helping and uh, i think one other mm. thing i want to call out which is important for you know our folks to know that so hydration okay which i didn't talk about at all 
Hydration is mm. such a critical thing. I learned the hard way, I should say. One time I was running during mm. my training run. Um, I was on mile 15, mile 16 somewhere, initial days. And uh, that's when mm. I came to know what is cramping. I didn't even know what is cramping till then. So for whatever reason, mm. that particular day, the temperature was very hot. And 15 miles, probably I didn't take proper um, hydration. Then I go back to my friends, you know, mm. running friends saying that, hey, what's up? Why is it? Did you have, uh, you know, water? Or did you have kind of any kind of hydration? Uh, no, I didn't. Wow, there it is. So that's so such a common, common sense item, which I ignored it. And that was a hard lesson that I learned. From that point onwards, I feel that anybody, anywhere water is given in any race, I drink it. So even when I go to the marathons, mm. even if we don't feel thirsty, when there's a water station, I walk to the water station, I drink a gulp of two and then run. So that gives me the body to mm. recover. At the same time, that hydration is filling in. So through the entire mm. 26 miles, I mean, the cramping stopped from that point. And of course, you know, each one is different. And uh, normally by mile 19, you know, that's typically I look at my mind. You know, that's been, it's been working for me. By mile 19 is when my body really feels that, uh, you know, it needs some electrolyte. Till then, I just run with water. So 19 onwards, I switched to electrolyte because I feel that uh, that's, I would have lost enough salt by then and then, you know, finish my 26. That's a kind of combination. But yeah, hydration is very important. You know, many people forget that and, uh, you know, keep your body uh, well hydrated. That's very important. Yep, yep, absolutely. Fascinating. Makes sense. Um, so, hey, that was that was great. Uh, so what next uh, for you? Uh, you are at what number now? 80? <laughs> no, no. I just finished my 75 um, in, uh, where did I do? Um, Bayshore Marathon in uh, Traverse City. Okay. So I got, okay. uh, in fact, uh, since I'm here, I felt, you know, so far things have been working good. And uh, I want to mm. head to 100 at this point of time. So mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. lining up uh, many marathons this year. I got uh, seven, mm. sorry, nine more to come. And uh, those are signed up. And so that will get me to 84 by the end of the year. And I want mm. to do probably around 14 or 15 uh, next year mm. so that I want to do my 100th marathon in St. Louis. We call it Go St. Louis in April of 24. That's my plan. But you never know. There are so many things can happen, you know. Yeah. But this is my target. So yeah, at least yeah. this year, uh, once I sign up, you know, I'm heading towards it. Maybe something else can happen. Who knows? Mm. You know, so I may not be able to do it. Mm. But uh, you got to have planning, right? You got to have some target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you don't have a target, yeah. you know, that's what they say, you know. Um, attempt, even if you fail, is your success. Yeah. So and yeah. if you don't even try, you know, that's not right. So have a target yeah. and work towards that. Yeah. So... 2024, uh, April is what I'm looking forward to. Do it in St. Louis here. Um, we'll see. <laughs> and and has has the world of ultras or trail running ever attracted your attention? Ultras, you know, I, I'm not totally into it in the sense like, you know, um, mm. I don't want to be uh, running in the muddy waters and uh, tripped over by <laughs> route. See, when yeah. I have a target of running many marathons, for me, no injury yeah. is my mantra. Mm-hmm. Even while running, 
if it's going to take a minute or two extra, no big deal. I come to that kind of stage. Initially, I used to be more mm-hmm. paranoid about it, but now I come to a point mm-hmm. saying that even if it's in a four twenty versus four twenty two, it's not the end of the world. So, by giving the two extra minutes, your body is not uh, stretched. Your recovery time becomes much better. So, with all that being said, you know, ultra is not true uh, uh, attraction for me because I don't want to get injured. That's my bottom line. But at the same time, I signed up for a fifty k. I want to do one fifty k. That's my Uh, thing. Mm, mm. So I signed up for a 50k two years back, uh, Marine Corps Marathon, um, it's in Washington D.C. So that re- you run on the regular uh, ro- road like marathon, mm. whereas 50k is you know 30 minutes before the marathon starts, uh, the ultra the 50k people are released. So I felt this model is a pretty good model. I believe there was a similar one in uh, Chicago, uh, Lakeshore Drive. Mm-hmm. in the michigan avenue area and i was really wanting to do that 50k once upon a time mm-hmm. but i think i don't see that mm-hmm. anymore when marine corps marathon introduced that so i signed up for the two years back it got cancelled two years in a row i'm looking forward to my 50k in october to run in dc so hopefully mm-hmm. it'll be only one ultra ultra you can call it i don't know mm-hmm. but i'm not ready for definitely going to the trail and running it but uh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like got it got it yeah terrific um <clears throat> so that was a that was a great conversation um, i think we covered quite a bit in terms of your breadth and you know also your training strategies and how you kind of have built your uh you know journey around this uh coming to the last part of our conversation where i have a fun q and a round with my guests so uh, <laughs> Are you ready for that? Oh yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so my first question is, you know, as runners and athletes in general, we like to eat, we love our food. Uh what is your indulgence? What what is one junk food if you were given a choice you would love to indulge in? I enjoy pizza. And pizza has got a lot of carb <laughs> too. And it's got all the veggies. Yeah. So that is something that uh it, Yeah, I love it. In fact, when I got the sub four in uh, um, first time in uh, Cowbell Marathon in Saint Charles here, one of my mm-hmm. work uh, friends was right there cheering me. He's from that location, mm-hmm. and uh, mile twenty six, he said that, "Hey, Padri, you got it. Um, you got it. You know, sub four. You know that I'm working towards that." And right after that, me and him, we went to a nearby pizza place, the biggest pizza. I said, "Give me that." and i think i cleared almost 90% of it in human year <laughs> so that's my intentions <laughs> okay okay a, a food that you despise or don't avoid you try to avoid oh i mean everything in moderation right um mm. i mean But fried stuff is good know, pick a dish pick a dish or something you don't like or a food that you despise I, you know what i i like all the thing it's it's hard to uh, respond to that question by the way because even i like bitter stuff i like uh, you know I, i'm a vegetarian by the way so you know staying in the vegetarian space you know typical south indian yeah, indian yeah, yeah. vegetarian i mean there are so much of varieties there's nothing which you don't like at all so mm. i love uh, every veggie you know I, i can call it that way and uh, yeah there's nothing i don't like sorry <laughs> okay 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 
<laughs> you treat all food equally. Yeah. Um, are you a sunset or a sun uh, sunrise person? I am both. I'm. 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 See, none of those factors really uh, uh, stop me in the sense like uh, I'm a morning person or the evening person. I have the same uh, mindset. It's the favorite. Kind of what is your favorite? What's your favorite? What would you pick? As, you have to pick one as a favorite. I, okay, if, if it's a marathon running, I would definitely pick a morning. You know, running in the morning is a good thing uh, because you are you are you have a lot more energy. Uh, I mean, like a daily running. Daily running marathons are always in the morning, mostly. So you have to, you don't have a choice. But if you were given a choice of daily running, what would you pick, morning or evening? Uh, evening, because that's where you know um, morning. Yeah. I mean, I I want to avoid the morning because your morning is busy with work. I'm still working, so <laughs> so I need the time for it. At the same time, I don't want to compromise on my sleep. Not getting at four o'clock. I mean, I've done those kind of things once upon a time, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, nah. Evening runs are easy for me. Falls naturally, organically. Right. Okay. So, last one I have for you is of the seventy-five marathons you've run, um, which which is your most favorite, the most memorable? Wow, that's a very tough question. There are way too many good you ones. One. I know I got to pick one too. I would say Portland, Oregon, because again, for the mm. you know the it got me the top-notch timing, three forty-seven oh five. I never thought that I can accomplish that. The course was good. Flat course, uh-huh. totally. At one point of time, you go up the bridge and come back. And uh, I was hoping to sign up for that marathon the following year. I know, hoping to get mm. a Boston qualifier. I signed up all, everything good to go. Probably two months before or two months before, they canceled the Boston, sorry, Portland Marathon, uh, Oregon. Mm. Uh, because of some issues and things like that, I was very disappointed. Then, of course, I picked again West Virginia. Luckily, I got my Boston qualifier. But uh, Portland is really good. Um, location, timing in October, guaranteed good weather. And the course is got it. quite flat. That's your favorite. Now, you got to pick one which was your worst experience in America. <laughs> I, can worst, uh... <laughs> I can tell you in my case, of course, uh, it's a Shamrock Marathon in, West, uh, in Virginia. So hmm. uh, I go to the race and uh, um, it was, the weather was going to be very cold, 30 degrees hmm. and snowing and uh, slushy. Okay. So hmm. I go decked up with all my, you know, with my, I had all my winter gear, uh, you know, for that, mm-hmm. my gloves and everything. We start running, I think almost mile eight or so. It's snowing and uh, I get a lot of icicles falling hmm. and poking in my eyes and, uh, hmm. And my clothes are already quite wet and my gloves are completely drenched. And I'm, it's only mile eight or mile nine. And uh, I got you know, so much to go. And I was like, wow, what's going to happen? Am I going to finish or what's happening here? So I still running mile 24. I go to a section where you get a lot of sand uh, sand dunes. And there was so much of wind mm. and uh, the the sand is flying and... Uh, it's like a, it's like pretty eerie the whole thing and like finally mile twenty six point two you know you come back and then settle down in your boardwalk and then close the race and they had they put a massive tent and uh, 
Of course, they had a lot of hot soup and all that. It was good. Those things are good. Mm-hmm. And fine, it was a one of the worst timing too for me. And uh, even they mm-hmm. themselves found out later on. They made a special T-shirt, maybe a special shirt called mm-hmm. "We Survived Shamrock." So that they were selling and people were buying like crazy. It was a one of the toughest marathon I can call it. And yeah, mm-hmm. again, who knows? The next year, Shamrock could have been beautiful. But that particular shamrock, whenever mm. I ran 2015 or whatever it is, not a good one. <laughs> so mm. if you have to run again, I'll think twice right. about, do I need to go there or no? <laughs> <laughs> got, it. got it. Got it. Great. Um, thanks, Patri. We uh, got to know a few more things about you in the, in the Q&A. So you did well. Thank you. Um, we're kind of coming to a wrap-up here. Uh, and uh, I want to give you the last word. Uh, any final message you want to send, uh, give to our audience? Um, listen to the body. Very important. And people always say that I'm listening to music and things like that. Fine. But at the same time, your body tells you many things through the run. And uh, you got to be completely uh, watchful about it, listening to that. And uh, if you feel that you got to slow down, you got to slow down. And uh, I mean, it gives you a lot of signals. Either it's cramping or in general, you know, if you got the proper hydration, everything, and even the temperature and all the, all these factors, you know, come along with it. Listen to the body. And uh, your, your, your target should be, like I said, no injury, you know, by the time you finish your run. Because you want to come back again so that you'll have the same motivation to run if you're, if you're injury-free. And otherwise, you're yeah. going to start from scratch. Yeah. And if somebody wants to do, you know, yep. these kind of things, you know, that's then it's an added, uh, you know, situation there. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Makes sense. Badri, um, thanks for sharing your uh, wonderful journey and your learnings and wisdom with us. Uh, we uh, wish you uh, all the best uh, to get your, get to your 100 uh, as per plans and uh, we will all be cheering for you. Uh, thanks for taking your time here. I'll let you uh, go and enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you so much, Santosh, for giving me this opportunity to share this. At the same time, you've done a fantastic job, uh, you know, in this in terms of leading me to many other topics. So, kudos to you, and good luck with. Uh, I think you have a lot of plans of your own running and other things. Good luck with your own, uh, you know, journeys on that. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye.